<laughs> this is Deathloop. Very good. Very good. Okay, I'll turn this off now because I need to concentrate. So, Jay? Yes? Is it sunny where you are, by the way? Oh, it's kind of weird. It's like half and half. Like, one half of the sky is like blue sky, white clouds, really, really nice. And then the other half is like completely black, miserable. Weird. But there's no like sun necessarily. I can't see the sun. All I can see is the white clouds illuminated by the sun. So technically, yes. Technically, no. We're we're pretty sunny here. Yeah, I can um, see that. But it's it's got that it's got that autumn feel to it. You know, when like it's yeah. sunny, but it's still a little yeah. bit chilly. You know, I understand. I, yeah. I do quite like that. I um, really enjoy that feeling. Yeah, it's it's weird when you you know when you hit like the the real Christmas period, um, or even January, and it's really sunny but freezing. That, that's, yeah. Uh, so yeah. I'm already starting to feel a little bit Christmassy, if I'm uh, oh, okay. if I'm being honest. It's coming around quick. I've got to say, it's coming around quick. Yeah. I mean, so people James... were already talking about Halloween, aren't they? Well, they were talking about it. Halloween seems to begin at like the beginning of September now. That's what I hear from Americans. Yeah. Whenever I look online, it's just like, oh, we'll get ready for Halloween now, and it's like September first. It's like okay. Fair enough. Uh, what, what, what's your thoughts? Okay, well, what's your thoughts on Halloween, Jay? Um, do you? I like the spooky. Do you think the that spookiness. we should? Do you think we should celebrate it? Do you think we should celebrate it more? Do you like it a lot? Do you watch horror movies and stuff? I mean, in an ideal world, we'd be able to celebrate it um, amazingly, but we're not in an ideal world, so I don't know. I think it depends on your lifestyle, right? If you're a very social person, you can do what you want. True. I think it'd be cool to make more of a thing out of it like you know watching horror movies and not necessarily dress up but uh, i don't i don't like the dressing up aspect i hear but, you yeah fair play all right well um let's get us started then jay balls mm. which by the way we've got a big show today i'm not gonna lie tj i did remove a few of your news stories because there fine. was a lot on there bro a lot of Personal. them were just um sort of like one and like little anecdote of like by the way this is the thing yeah that's cool um that's absolutely fine if you do want to mention anything that i've taken out whatever feel free i don't know I probably um, better remember but anyway. let's get started <laughs> so which criminal organization helped found nowhere and is led by the collector the criminal division the ravages the watchdogs the tivan group or tivan group tivan group tivan group Group. Well, I know what you're referencing. You're referencing Guardians of the Galaxy. The Ravagers yes. are the only group that I actually recognise out of all of those, but I don't think the Ravagers have anything to do with the Collector necessarily. Can't really remember. I mean, I have to go with the Ravagers because it's the only one I actually remember. Uh, it's not, I'm afraid, Jay. It's the Tiven Group. Tiven. Okay, fair enough. Fairly difficult question, I'd say. Yeah, that one's extremely niche. Very niche. So That's we've like got hard. the full stack today, Jay. We might have Pixel Perfect later on, but I have got a Guess Who's review as well, because I know we haven't done that in some time. Mm. And we've got a lot to discuss. Um, <laughs> so before we do, uh, just a quick shout out to a couple of things, Jay. First of all, Final Fantasy VII, is it Crisis Core Reunion or Reunion Crisis Core? I'm not quite sure. Um, we'll say Crisis Core Reunion. Crisis Core Reunion. Uh, we got a release date for that coming out December 13th, was it? Uh-huh. Cool. 
So just giving that a quick shout out. Are you planning to get it? Yeah, that or... was kind of what I wanted to like be like. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not really in the Final Fantasy mood right now. I'm more looking forward towards um, Gotham Knights and Pokemon. So as soon as I get into the Final Fantasy mood, I might come back to it. I don't. I don't think I'd want to pay full price for it. So fair. I'll come back to that. I, I guess also though. Gotham Knights, so I am going to class as a bit of an RPG. You've got two massive, or three arguably massive RPGs you've got to play there, so you might not be in an RPG mood either, right? Also, Dead Island 2 and Hogwarts Legacy come out within the same week in February as well. <sighs> right, okay. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I know which one I'm playing, but. I'm playing them both. Yeah, 100%. okay, fair enough. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I wanted to shout out, Jay, quickly, is um, I, I just found out on Spotify that for the 15th anniversary for Assassin's Creed, I don't know whether I missed this, but they have got a podcast series out um, they on have, Spotify. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm going to check that out. And then uh, also they have done a few playlists on there too. So I know we haven't got loads in terms of Assassin's Creed anniversary stuff, like we haven't got any remasters or anything like that, but just a quick shout that. out on that. I don't know if you're interested. But... Yeah, no, I did see that. I, I am interested. Is that just, is it just on Spotify exclusive? Is it? No, I don't think so. It's just where I found it. Uh, will it be on... I'm sure um... it'll be most uh, Apple podcasts. Yeah, I might check that really quick. Just to see Yeah, do uh... it. Do it. Jay, in terms of timing and things would you like to discuss what game you've been playing first would you like me to go first yeah i want to just ask you a quick question uh hogwarts legacy have you pre-ordered it yet no sir okay where what console do you plan on playing it on good question jay uh... as you know my leniency is going towards playstation at the moment for my gaming but go on well, no, I was, I was, I was curious because uh, there's definitely a right answer and a wrong answer, depending on your outlook on how you want to play the game. Oh, okay. So I assume the right answer is PlayStation for the pre-order bonus. Correct. Um, um. Also, Jay, if I'm not mistaken, I'm looking at some of these Tech Foundry videos, yeah, and some of the games are playing better on PlayStation, but that doesn't make any sense to me because I thought the specs were better on Xbox. So, do you have any insight here? Which games do you mean? I uh, don't know off the top of my head, truth be told. So you just I'm mean in general? Like, yeah, like load times, things like that. Like I'd just... say they're, they're so close, it's honestly doesn't really matter. I like it. Um, I'd say on some games, you'll find that Xbox tends to be marginally better, and on other games, PlayStation are marginally better. Like There's no too big of a difference to make you go, oh, I'll definitely get it on that one. Sure. Um, I think Cyberpunk runs um, slightly better on PlayStation Five now, but only what, slightly. What is it because of the patches and things, or has it always run better on PlayStation? I think it's always run better on PlayStation. Yeah. Okay. I think it's just the way that the Xbox works doesn't quite uh, like the way that Cyberpunk is built. It just works slightly better with the PlayStation hardware. Fine. I think the PlayStation okay. hardware is a little bit closer to a PC. In terms of its actual like okay. uh, parts that it uses, whereas Microsoft is sort of built from the ground up. They do use some PC parts, but they've got some uh, Microsoft-specific stuff in there. So. Thoughts on how your Xbox and PlayStation looks? Because obviously, times passed since we got them. They look the same. They literally haven't moved since I put them where they are. 
but thoughts on how they I guess they've aged in terms of their appearance. I mean, so the for Xbox instance, might the PlayStation be... Five. Yeah, to, to me, doesn't maybe look as bad as when it came out. Oh, you mean in terms of like whether or not they've grown on me aesthetically? Yes, that is. Uh, yeah. Xbox has always looked good. PlayStation, it's just that it's kind of weird. Hang on, let me uh, <laughs> let me do this. For those listening, Jay's taking a photo, and I think he's going to send it to me so I can. Look, see it's it literally just like... a black rectangle and a white rectangle. It's not very much to look at. <laughs> Oh, I see, because the PlayStation side on, so it's literally... Yeah, yeah like, that's rectangle. literally all I see is just a black and a white rectangle. I don't it's all, it's all the same. Like, the, I still think the Xbox looks infinitely better. And there's actually a lot of talk Agreed. at the minute about a white Xbox. Saw that. In was a Samsung. Or something, um, right? I think it was in a Samsung advert. Was it LG? Well, LG, Logitech there you go. Well done. It's LG. And a lot of people are speculating whether it might have just been, like, a skin that they put on it for the... Because there's like the whole uh, uh, advert is like everything's white essentially, just like sure. a white room. So everything's sort of been painted white, and then people are like, "Oh my god, there's a white Xbox. Is that going to be released soon?" People are like speculating, you know. But I was like, "Why would you want a fucking white Xbox? That would look awful." I guess the only thing that would be better oh, about a white Xbox right. Series X would be um, the amount of heat it would um, hold on to it would be less. That'd sure. Be it. But I mean, it doesn't even really get that hot. So. True. Actually, that reminds True. me. I need, I need to clean um, the top of mine out. It's probably full of dust. Yeah. What you're gonna literally take it apart? You're just gonna give no, it I'll a just blow. Blow it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I need to. Do the same I mean, that's what's good fair. about the fan actually, because it blows air up. It just gets rid of all the dust whenever you turn it on anyway. So, but I will need to uh, give it a bit of a blowout. I hear you, bro. I've just thought actually, I could potentially put my Xbox and PlayStation on one shelf if I angle it right. And then just uh, remove the shelf so yeah, the Xbox can stand up. I'll look at that later. So your Hang Xbox is on the side. It's on its feet. Yeah. On the little yeah. rubber bits. Yeah, the rubber bits are, p- are facing towards me. So I've actually got my Xbox on its side. Because oh. of where all my leads are, I kind of have to have it on its side. Also, it looked like they were about to have a duel. <laughs> yeah, honestly. like, But the thing is, the PlayStation has the high ground, Anakin, you know? <laughs> And it's funny because the white one is like the good one, right? I guess on top, and the black, like Anakin, Darth Vader is down below. So, yeah, I've literally got a Star Wars battle, episode three, happening right in front of me. Are you going to watch Andor? Uh, Yeah, uh, I'll I'll watch it. Actually, you asked me that last night. You asked me, is there anything you want to watch? I was like, I forgot, but yes, Andor is definitely something I want to. Oh, okay. Because it feels to me that Andor is doing much like, yeah, three episodes. It's doing much like what um, Rogue One did, and it's being a bit more serious. Nice. And I liked Rogue One, so I'll definitely be, be watching that. Yeah. Cool. All right, dude. Do you mind then? When let's start with you, Jay, and let's probably start with Cyberpunk, if that's uh, if that's mm-hmm. cool, and then we can move on to your main your main game. This ties in with one of the so, new things I've got, so I'll be able to cut that off the list. Yeah. Sure. You want me to start on that? <laughs> yeah. Crack on. Okay. So Don't Cyberpunk. F- Phil, just sorry, sorry, sorry. Um. Guys, in terms of technical issues, because Jay's, I think it's because Jay's laptop's getting slightly older and stuff. Sometimes we're having the CPUs getting a bit high when we switch backgrounds and stuff. So we might not be switching backgrounds as much as we were before. We'll just see how we get on. And Jay, I'm actually just curious. Away, I'm just gonna, assume. I'm just gonna switch and see if it makes any difference. So that'll be your topic one background. Yeah, that made a difference. 
Yeah, big difference. difference. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Pretty big difference. Well, I hope you guys like the main background. So, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so Cyberpunk. Um, how much have you heard about all the new Cyberpunk news? Just that it's got a lot of momentum, and since the Netflix show came out, there's like a million players. Yeah, so do you remember when Witcher, the series, came out and everyone started to play Witcher 3 again? Yeah. Yeah, sure. so the same thing has happened with Cyberpunk. Every day since the anime has come out, They've had a million players across all platforms every day. Whereas before they were having maybe, what, tens of thousands every day? That's still a lot of players. The, the 10,000, I mean, but a million is a lot of people. Well, you got to think, right? 10,000 on every platform is probably roughly 60,000 total a day. Maybe not even that. Because mm. you've got Xbox, PlayStation, PC... So maybe even like maybe thirty or forty thousand. So yeah, they've uh, they've grown quite a bit, and uh, it looks like the hype has come back. Um, people are finally starting to realise how good of a game Cyberpunk actually is, and I think with this latest update, we might actually be at the point where, had the game came out in the current state it's in, we probably wouldn't have had much of an issue to be honest. I think we're finally at that state where it's kind of like it's ready. <laughs> I feel like it's actually been ready sure. for a long time. It's just that people haven't really, um, you know, taken the time to try it. And um, you know, I think it's just taken this long for people to like get over the fact that it has such a bad opening. But oh, like, I mean, we've said it a million times before. The only reason it had a bad opening is because of the previous consoles. Had it just been released on next gen, there would have been no issue. Well, there would have been less issues for sure. Right? A lot. There probably would have been like eighty percent less of an issue. Yes. Because the majority of the issues are people playing it on previous con, uh, consoles, and that's just yeah, they don't. They, they, I mean, they barely play on Series S, for mm. God's sake. So, like yeah, you know, sure. and that's like the halfway point. So yeah, yeah totally. Not not great, but uh, but yes, so, um, people so are very excited did you, again. Did you play? <laughs> okay, I got a couple of questions, Jake. Firstly, can I watch Edge Run Edge Runners, or would you prefer me finish the game first? Oh yeah, you can definitely watch it, hundred percent. Is it like? Would you would you think do you think it's better to watch it after you finish the game? It's funny, like there's a lot of references to a lot of things where if you've played the game you'll be like, Oh, I've seen that place. I I know the name of this thing. Like a lot of it just makes sense. But I mean it's up to you. You can you can go in uh, not as well adverse and still enjoy it. Um but I'm still surprised you haven't even finished it to be honest, because it is phenomenal. I will. I will. I promise you. I will definitely get to that. I think it is it is tough. Like you the technically you can like it's a lot like how Fallout was back in the day where you can finish the main campaign fairly quickly, like under thirty hours. Um but if you want to get the full experience you're gonna spend at least seventy minimum I'd say. I mean you've already put so much into AC. Like remember how remember how far you were seventy hours into AC Valhalla? You weren't even. You were barely. You were probably like two thirds of the way through. Yeah, if that. <laughs> if that, if maybe that. like like two fifths or something. You know, maybe halfway. So it's a smaller. I don't mean this in an insult way, but it, it's a more substantial and like more. Uh, it's got more depth than Valor. I mean, I guess. Yeah, it just depends. I don't know. What I mean is, the seventy hours There's in Cyberpunk is probably as good, if not better, than this. You know, a hundred hours in Valhalla. Yes, there's definitely like it's condensed quality. You know, so yeah, yeah, 
it's just amazing. Cool. Like I, I'm, so, I'm just so surprised. I'm, I am glad that it's it's starting to get a bit more of a, a global and mainstream um, loving of the game. Like I'm starting to see people. There's literally my whole Twitter the entire week has just been people being like, "Oh, should I give this uh, Cyberpunk a go?" Like the the anime was really good. Maybe I should actually play this. And it's just like, gee, it's quite like the fact that I think the anime is still at a hundred percent. Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes uh, uh, reviewer score, and then ninety seven percent audience score. Oh, okay. Uh, let me check. Uh, yeah, so a hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent, and then ninety seven. Hang on. There we are. Very good. I mean, that's just like. <laughs> I think it's also made it into the top twenty animes of all time on my anime list, which is that like seems a bit excessive. No, but it's so, dude. You haven't seen it. <laughs> it's, it's true. Like, it's true. It's for not like it's it's surprisingly good. It is like uh, it's, it's people are like falling in love season? with the characters as well. There is only one or season. Is it, are they doing two? We, do we know don't know if they're going to do another one. They haven't said anything yet. But I think this has had a this had a similar sort of level of popularity as what Squid Game did sort of in its first sure. month or so and now sure. they're making a Squid Game series too so sure. maybe we'll get another one we don't know problem with that though is that anime takes ages to make right so it'll it take did. like years I think to... they started working on it 2019? yeah maybe even 2018 oh crikey so it does take a fair long play. time well that's good then so in terms of updates Jay I know that they had the Edge Runners update tied in with the anime are we getting like, what's the plan here? So we've got the major DLC coming out at some point. Is there anything mm-hmm. after that? Is there anything yes. in between? Like, do you think there's so, an end date for Cyberpunk launch? CD Projekt have said they're going to add a bunch of new stuff between now and the uh, DLC, and then also after the DLC. Um, and then they also said that they plan on doing more content after the DLC. So uh, I think they also said they're going to try and do other things. Like, they might even make a different Cyberpunk game. In the future, like a Cyberpunk twenty eighty four, sure, you know something like that. Like they're 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 definitely not giving it. They're basically their main thing that they said was we are going to continue to do Cyberpunk content after twenty seventy seven. Basically, so okay. it might be a, a movie, it might be a TV show, it might be uh, a manga, it might be anything. I don't know. Hard to say, but they they know how popular the 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 franchise is. You know, even given its its bad reputation, in quotes. So, sure. Yeah, it's it's a good time, man. I'm glad it's uh, I'm glad it's having the popularity that it's having right now. Cause it definitely deserves it. It's like the story. The story, like the stories. There's so many different stories to follow in the game, but they're all like so good. Oh, a lot. A lot of people are comparing this to like um, the uh, New Vegas equivalent. Of what New Vegas is to Fallout, Cyberpunk is to like other games that are similar to it. You know? Sure. Like, so New Vegas is sort of like the the one of the most beloved in the Fallout series to like a sure. smaller group of people, but it's still like like if uh, New Vegas is still my favorite Fallout game. So. Sure, 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 sure. 
No, yeah, fair enough. I mean, look, the few hours I played Cyberpunk, um, it definitely, you know, it, it it was very, very impressive. And it's definitely a game where you play it and you think, I'm going to need to play this three or four times just to get all of, like, what's going on because there's so much going on. And I mean, you so haven't even cracked. You and... haven't made a dent, trust me. I haven't. Not I haven't. even. You haven't even, like, stepped on the planet yet. You're still all being. mental. So, so yeah, I will play it. Um, so that's that's really cool. Jay, let's move on to your main game because we've got a lot to discuss about it and a lot of questions and stuff. Okay. Oh, sure. Yeah. Deathloop. So what have you been playing? What have you been playing? <laughs> Deathloop. We've been playing it since the 20... When did it come out? 20th? So like Tuesday? What, Tuesday. Yeah, that's right. 20th. Yeah, um, yeah it's... Because we we kind of we we the the speculation around the game when it was coming out was the whole like you know woke side of things about there being like black leads and stuff and everyone yeah. thought it was going to sort of like have all this you know pushing things on you about how men are misogynists and white people are the worst. Um, I think that there was a general divide with a lot of gaming media outlets giving it, like pretty much all of them giving it 10 out of 10. Yeah, or five people out were of just five. surprised that it was that, you know, it could have been that good of a game, basically. And then YouTubers, reviewers, or YouTube reviewers, they were not giving it that, not even close. So there was, as, and let's be honest, Jay, gaming media has had a lot of, um, their opinions have been very different to a lot of gamers for quite some time now. Even look at The Witcher 3, for instance. The Witcher 3 reviewed very, very well. Didn't review as well as Deathloop, I th I imagine. Didn't get 10 out of 10 from IGN. Didn't get... I don't think it got 10 out of 10 from GameSpot. I could be wrong about that. I mean, who plays The Witcher 3 and doesn't give it the best score you possibly can? But that's neither here nor there. It's just demonstrating. Yeah, Witcher isn't anything less than, less than a 9. It, it, dude, it's not anything less than a 10. Come on. Man. Yeah, I mean it's, it's pretty anyway. good, but yeah, I, 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 my sort of score I'd give Deathloop at the minute is sort of nothing, nothing less than an eight, but nothing more than a nine, I'd say. Well, you're liking it a lot, and I know I Elle's the, it's, playing it's, it and it's liking weird. it a lot. It's one of those snowball games where the longer you play it, the more you love it, which is opposite so who knows? for a lot by of games. Time, sure, but by the time you finish it, maybe you do think it's ten out of ten. You know? I mean, yeah, I don't we'll know what see. the ending is yet. And apparently they've added yeah, yeah, a bunch yeah. of new stuff for this update. So, right. now, man, I don't. I I've think... heard the original ending felt a bit rushed, from what I understand. They, I that's probably it. why they changed the ending. They've ex what they've said is they've extended the ending. So they've they've oh, probably <laughs> made it so that the rushed bit doesn't it doesn't feel rushed anymore. You know? Sure, sure. I think sure, that's probably sure, what sure, they've sure. done. Um, but I'm just, the thing, I have my list of like ten out of ten games in my head. And I'm just comparing them to this, and it's not far off. Like I definitely put Deathloop probably in my top 25 games. Wow. Okay. It might be in between 20 and 25. <laughs> but it's in my top. It's my top 30. We'll say then, you know. Might be between 24 and 25, but yeah, no, that's fine. So, give us your overview, Jay. Like, okay. what do you think about the gameplay, the acting, the cutscenes? The I don't know okay, so... everything. Just give. Oh, sorry, that's uh, either a postman or. A neighbour. Hold on. Yeah. Postman. Oh no. It's the neighbour. Okay. They're so nice. That's really good. Why 
worst thing ever is that horrible that thing. Really mean, but he's, um, he's, really he's what? Yeah, he had surgery. He had like serious surgery, but he's, oh. I think he's getting better now. I think it might be something that India asked him for, but I really don't know. I've got no idea what it is. It sounds like bubble wrap. I don't know how long this is going to go on for. Okay. Oh, okay, they're wrapping up. Okay. Sorry, Jay, please carry on. Hog. Um, yeah, the hu- well, I said to you last night, when you spoke about this very briefly last night, but the humor sure. in the game is very similar to like Borderlands, but not like, you know how Borderlands can be a bit close to the line in silly. terms of like annoyingly silly? Yeah. This is like yeah, just, yeah, yeah. The, just the right amount of silly and just like banterish type humor. Because like a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, dialogue between two people is the main character and Juliana, which is like the person who's trying to kill you all the time. Um, Colt and Juliana, and them two chat on the radio, and it's just like the it's a bit like Firewatch actually in terms of like just the amount of chemistry the these two have and like the interaction and everything yeah. is really really up there. That one's so, definitely so like it's a not really like slapstick. High point. It's 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 like smart, smart. It's like it's like humor. yeah, it's like smug and smart and just like really like quippy Sarca- and witty Sarca- and sarcastic right, sure, and yeah, sure, sure, like sure. you know that kind of humor that you actually laugh at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's kind of like oh my god, that was brilliant. Like I can't believe they yeah. said that kind of thing. So that's really good because that's keeping me, that's making me enjoy the characters, you know, like making me not want to hate them or um, anything. Uh, the gameplay itself, I'm now finally, because I've killed enough of the bosses to get enough of the, like, it's a little bit like um, Mega Man. It's got the Mega Man uh, effect where when you kill a boss, you get their power, essentially. And then as long as you sure, can, yeah, as long yeah. as you can unlock that, because like, in the game you sort of collect a, uh, a type of currency, and with that currency you can have it so whatever um, ability or weapon you get from each run you do, you can then buy that ability so it doesn't disappear once the the loop starts again so i've gotten to the point now where i've basically unlocked i think five out of the eight abilities and the two that i like is turning invisible and then being able to teleport so those two are like the two i'm using at the minute so once you have those it's like very helpful to be able to like move like the the uh movement and the agility part is a lot more needed because you do stealth quite a lot in this game you can run and gun i sort of do a good mixture of both but stealth is definitely necessary in some instances. So I think that's probably part of the reason why I think you'd like it is because there's like a really good balance between stealth and not. So do you keep the ability once you get it, even on the next few runs? Yeah, so let's say you or... got the ability of a boss and yeah. then you didn't infuse that ability, you would then lose and have to get it again. But if you had infused it, you could keep it. Okay, so how do you infuse? Uh, just if you have to have enough of, you have to have enough of the currency that you collect in the game yeah and then once you've infused it that's it it's permanently unlocked so can you do that for every single power you got yeah like you can do slots, it for every or... power you can do it for every power upgrade every um okay every gun every gun uh trinkets which are like the ability upgrade things you can get for them um, sure. and then character trinkets as well so there's quite a lot to collect and there's a rarity sort of there's, there is it's kind of like a loot uh, game as well because there's a lot of loot and you've got like common uncommon rare epic and then legendary so and okay. you can like cool. find secret stuff so that's really good so yeah uh, gameplay wise it is definitely up there I'd give it like a 9 out of 10 probably for that so story I'd give it like a 9 out of 10 FPS roguelike right? <laughs> it is yeah FPS roguelike looter it's a, good, okay. a really really good mixture of a bunch of stuff 
Um, story. Yeah, story so, yeah, so, is amazing because like it is just like you have no memory. You wake up on an island. You're like, who the hell am I? This woman's chatting to you over this radio, like taking the piss out of you, and then kills you a bunch of times before you can even get anywhere. And then you you wake up again, like how the hell am I still alive? You figure out you're in some sort of weird loop, and then you have to kind of like figure out by finding clues around the, the island, like who you are and why you're there and how to get off the island, that kind of thing. So Story's in terms of story. Let me have a think about this. So it's quite enticing then, because you, you do want to find out what's going on. Yeah, it, I mean, I said to you last night how I imagine this could easily have been a TV show, like almost like a Lost-style TV show, um, where every every uh, half an hour or hour you sort of find out something new that feels like a cliffhanger. It's kind of like, oh my god, I want to know what happened next. Like, right, ne- on the next episode type of thing, you know? Sure. Else, when I was speaking to him last night, Elle said that the more stuff you find in the world, the more you're like, oh, I really want to find out more kind of thing. There is an awful amount of lore in this. Like a lot of backstory, a lot of history. Like it really is amazing how detailed everything is. And uh, one, one other thing I really like is because you have to replay these maps over and over again to like do certain things, you end up learning like the map and where everything is. So like that can then make it easier for you to then be able to complete the game later on. So that's kind of what I'm doing right now. I'm sort of like going to each of the maps, doing the main story bits like bits I need to. But while I'm doing that, I'm also learning where everything is. So if I lose anything, I can just go right back to it kind of thing. Mm. It just it's kind of nice just knowing the out the uh, what do you call it the area I guess. Sure. Yeah. Brilliant. Like a, a bit like oh I know. Uh... I'm reluctant to say it because we it, we bring it up all the time. Well, we don't, but other people bring it up all the time. But it, it is a Souls-like effect of I'm going to die. Well, actually, no, it's not. It's a roguelike effect, isn't it? Of I need, I'm going to keep dying and I'll keep exploring the, the same area. So eventually I'm just going to get to know the area. Yeah, and you, then just, you just sort I'll of be like, know it. Oh, I'm, I'm sick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and there's yeah, almost, yeah. there's like, you sort of know like how to get around certain things. So you can like skip parts that you need to or... Yeah, it kind of like actually speeds up the game at that point as well. Like, how, if I was still playing the game now, like I was at the beginning, it would take me much longer to complete it. I think. So. What's crazy about that design is that I imagine you could probably make your way through all of Dark Souls One, and you probably haven't played it in fucking seven years. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, much like uh, Deathloop and Souls games, they're all kind of the same idea, where it's just one giant map split up into different areas, basically. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, whereas Deathloop so, isn't that uh, in this instance where you can you have to pick and choose what area of the map you can go to at any time. So you can only go to one area at one time. You can't like go from one area to the next unless you come back to the main sort of area. It's like a hub, and you have to then go back out from the hub to better go to the other area. So how does this compare to the likes of Dishonored and that? Yeah, I mean, uh, I saw someone online sort of make a comparison where this is almost like a watered-down Dishonored. Okay. Which is somewhat true. I think it's watered-down... Well, I don't know. To me, it kind of feels like either on par or slightly better because there's sort of more to do. There's, like, more weapons and the amount of abilities you have is sort of... You can add on to them, whereas in Dishonored, it was just sort of like a one-and-done type thing. I'd say it was actually better. It's definitely like an improvement. Like if you took all the arcane games you've ever played and just improved them, that's kind of what this game is, essentially. 
Like I just think there's more to it, you know. And um, I hope you know, Jay, that I'm sure there will be some people who give us flack for you liking it as much as you do following our rinsing of the reviews. I mean, but you know, that's okay. I think we're, it's we're I think it's fairly justified because I I really don't think like I can I'm I does it doesn't upset me that people have put it as a ten out of ten. It doesn't make me kind of like wince or cringe necessarily because it's funny like I I look at Deathloop a little bit like how. I look at Last of Us in that for me it's not a 10 out of 10. I'd probably give it an 8 or a 9 just because I know how the, the level of um, quality the game is. It's just not my cup of tea. But for other people it would easily be a 10 out of 10. And I think sure. Deathloop is in that vein. I think it's it, it cannot go lower than an 8. But it, but, uh, it can be a 10 and I wouldn't be... I, it wouldn't make me... Um, Upset, it would you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't annoy me. I think now, I think since last year, we've sort of like, sort of taken a step back at how we look at stuff now when it comes to games, and I think we can definitely both agree that, I mean, there's there's a reason why this is called the game opinion is because opinion really matters when it comes to how you feel about a game being either the best thing ever or maybe slightly under what that thing, you know, like a ten out of ten game for me, like Vampire. <laughs> Is definitely not a ten out of ten for most gamers. For sure. me, it's ten out of ten because it's personally it is exactly my cup of tea. Yeah, totally. It's the right brand. It's the right brew. It's the right amount of sugar. Like it's everything, you know. Totally. But for a lot totally. of other people, they would hate it. So, I yeah, I'm not I'm not mad that it's been given a ten out of ten. I respect it. Anything. I definitely can see that Deathloop is a game which is going to get a lot more players following it, its debut on PlayStation Plus. Oh, it's already so in the top 10 most played games on Game Pass in the last week. And Game Pass, and it's yeah. it's only been out so, four days. But like also, it is one of those games where a lot of gamers are not going to pay full price for that, but they definitely, they are definitely going to try it, you know? And I think that's what amazes me about Game Pass at the minute, is just how it makes everything so accessible. Like, I would have never have paid money to play this game, but I'm so glad yeah. that I've got Game Pass now. Yeah, because I'm I'm I would have been mad at myself if I played this game ten years down the line and been like, why did I not play this before? You know, so yeah, hundred percent. And we were just saying last night, Game Pass. It it despite it not perhaps having the exclusive hitters and massive massive hitters, even recently, you know, it's added uh, AC Origins, AC Odyssey, and Nino you know, Cooney Wrath of the White. <sighs> Yeah, White the remastered Witch one. Remastered. Yeah. Insane. I didn't even know that was coming out. And now Deathloop as well. So they do I think keep on that. we will definitely see a lot more surprises. Like I've since uh I've been fo- I follow the sort of the social media for the Game Pass and Xbox stuff and they're like even they're like really like on the nose with a lot of stuff. Like they're sort of very meta and like sort of breaking the fourth wall of like, oh, you know, check out these Game Pass releases, but they sort of do it in a really fun way, because they're mm. like, surprise! <laughs> Just like, oh, I love it. I love how, like, bantery it is and humorous. It's really, uh, it makes the whole experience a lot more fun and relatable, I guess. Yeah, and you really, you really have no idea what could possibly come to Game Pass. Yeah, and that's like, what's, like, so good year, about it, yeah. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy, like, Mental. anything could come to Game Pass, so... I think crazy. someone uh, worked out. I think there was six hundred dollars worth of game releases in, on Game Pass in the last month. Gee, like new editions. New editions. 
That's great. That that's a great point, Jake. Because I'd love to know so much money. <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I pay eleven ninety nine a month for Game Pass. I think or ten ninety nine, whatever it is, and I'm saving myself five hundred quid. If I the games, obviously, basically, yeah, yeah. 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 you know, it's 100%. like, oh, it's so good, it's so good. So, in terms of Deathloop, then, mate. So, where are we looking in terms of? I know you. You said last night you're going to play it all weekend, sort of thing, which is great. Yeah, I definitely plan. I I'm going to attempt to get uh, platinum on it. Definitely. Is it achievable? Have, have you looked into it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely okay, achievable. Cool. I think exciting. once I finish the game. This the main story. It'll literally, I'll bl- it'll literally be like a four-hour thing where I just blast through the rest of the achievement. That's pretty exciting, man. That's pretty exciting. That's cool. So that's your main focus, then? I guess. Yeah, right? I think my main um, focus is to have it completely done before uh, Overwatch Two. When does that come out? October fourth. Oh, it's pretty soon then. Yes, okay. like in a week. In yeah, a week and a couple of days. What's the hype looking like for that? At the moment, um, I know they're shutting down the servers October second. Okay. So for two days, Overwatch will not be live at all. So they're going to be doing a lot of maintenance during that time, uploading everything, make sure it all works. Uh, there's a battle pass system, which people are sort of very fifty-fifty on, and the only way you can get new characters is to actually do the battle pass system. Okay. Which is a bit meh. But I, I'm hoping to. I, I kind of plan to play Overwatch enough to get to the end of the battle pass. That's kind of my goal, I think, for October. Between October 4th and the 21st, when um, Gotham Knights comes out, that's my goal. So I have a goal between now and October 4th, and then October 4th until Gotham Knights. So that's going to hopefully get me through the next month of having to wait. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, Jay, I think your time between Gotham Knights and Pokemon is going to be fine because I, 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 I imagine. Oh yeah, Gotham there'll be Knights a gap. Going to be huge. Going to yeah. be huge. I mean, there'll definitely be a gap, but it'll probably be like I reckon I'll probably spend two to three weeks max on Gotham Knights. I can't imagine I'll do much more than that. The only time I'll ever do more than that is if I plan on doing like a whole new playthrough for some mm-hmm. reason. If I need to do a new game plus or something, you know. Are you playing that on PlayStation or Xbox? Oh, Xbox for Gotham Knights, yeah. Are you plan? Will you plan to get the thousand uh, G straight off the bat, or? Hope so. I don't know. I haven't looked at the uh, the roadmap or the achievements yet, so I don't even know if they're doable. Yeah, sure. I really hope there's no Most Arkham difficulty. Most games are doable, aren't they? I think. Yeah, I yeah. just hope there's no difficulty settings. Oh, yeah, that'd be because that's one of the good things about Deathloop is that there's no difficulty settings. It's all one. So more like Souls, cool. like it's just all as hard as it's going to be, or as easy as it's going to be. Yeah, totally. That definitely gives it a massive boost in my mind. Like I really want to do away with difficulty settings now. Just get rid of them. I'm sick of them because they just add it well, to except the trophies. For accessibility, because it's important for that. Well, okay, so we, we've got that as part of the news. If you want to talk about that already. <laughs> uh, sure. That's like well, something actually, I want to bring I did up. See... Yeah, sure. No, please, please, please. So there's an article basically saying about how accessibility is the future, and Xbox were talking about it specifically. Looks like uh, Phil Spencer and Vice President Sarah Bond were talking about it, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at the Tokyo Game Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Phil makes it a point to go to Japan every every year, every September, talk about Xbox and the future of Xbox with the Japanese games and publishers and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad he mentioned this, because while accessibility options for me obviously aren't important, they're more to do with people who are 
uh, not as able to play games. That's the whole point. It's almost like a like a disability kind of mode, I guess. I, I'm not. I don't really want to. I don't think there's really much way of like a PC way of saying that, but it kind of is, right? <laughs> it is because yeah, Xbox even came out with the with that touchpad controller recently, controller. right? For people who don't yeah, have as much yeah, yeah. motion, right? So they want to be able to do that for yeah. people, and that is pretty much what accessibility um, uh, options are. It's just to make it so people who maybe have a tough time playing the game need to make it a bit more easier for themselves, so that whatever disability they have, they can sort of overcome that. Either they could they have the choice, right, of either playing the game as it is originally and being able to overcome it regardless of disability, or maybe having to put some sort of option in place to make it easy for themselves. Because if not, they won't be able to enjoy the game as much. Which is great. I'm all for that. It's brilliant. That should have always been a thing. But obviously, things like this, you know, being able to implement stuff like this always takes time. So, I mean, the amount of accessibility options even in Deathloop is insane. So I think that's another reason why it's got a bit of a bump as well. Yeah, hundred percent. It's one of the cool things about the video game industry is that you know they make so much effort to put things in like that, and it's got a lot of momentum even over the last five years. Yeah, and right. I think every medium should do it, right? Movies, yeah. books, whatever. Like we just got to make the world needs to be more. I feel like the, a difficulty option should be in the accessibility options, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, 100%. But they shouldn't be well, tied you... to achievements. As soon as I see an achievement tied to a difficulty, it puts me off instantly. I, I hate you. it. Hate it is literally one of the worst things about games for me in in the current age we're in. It's just it it's, it makes me it literally bumps the game down a point most of the time. It is a bane. It is a bane. Every achievement hunter knows that when you look oh, at that awful. list and you see that complete it on hard, you think, oh, <sighs> yeah, it just puts me off. It makes Especially me just think, the oh. really hard difficulties. Like so, for instance, spoiler alert: I've downloaded Mafia Definitive Edition on my PlayStation. <laughs> Haven't played it. And uh, one of the trophies, complete it on classic mode. I yeah. can assure you I'm not going to be doing that. Is that the first so, one yeah. or the second one? First one. First one. I've I've done very hard mode on Mafia 2. Same. Which at I the think time... Yeah, it's a bit more doable, but at the time it definitely was still hard. Still hard. But if I had the choice back then to be like, to have done it or never done it, I'd have rather never done it because it was a bloody hassle. Like, oh, I no, feel see, like difficulty I, can I look... make or break your opinion on a game a lot of the time. Look, I think you have to find that balance, don't you? I don't like playing on the easiest setting, but sometimes you do depending oh, I love on it. the game you yeah. play, right? Yeah, so... Well, I, I, never, I about... tend to never go above normal, but most of the time I'm on easy or very easy. I think that if you're looking for value for money and you don't mind the challenge, then hard mode's fantastic, right? You put it on, not for trophies and achievements, but in general, if you put it on hard mode, you're thinking, okay, well, look, the game's going to probably take me twice as long. I'm going to be more tactical about every environment and every combat scenario. And also, um, I like a challenge, so you feel like you've overcome something. So I think do all good things. I think the problem, Jay, is that a lot of hard modes are not balanced very well at all. And my key example for this is Skyrim. If you play, I think it's legendary difficulty on Skyrim, mm-hmm. it's not possible. It's boring. It's not possible. It, it's genuinely awful. So, yeah. I, like that. So I, mean, I, I agree with you that, especially with trophies and achievements, let's get a difficulty. Yeah, just get, get rid of uh, difficulty that are mixed with achievements and still have difficulty in there, but only have it in there for incentive reasons, are you having to like collect or get more XP during the game if you play it on a hard sure. difficulty? Because they'd have that in Cyberpunk, or sure. just have it for the fact of if people want to play the game again but 
with more of a challenge have it in there but do not tie it to achievements yeah i hate totally that. agree hate it and maybe maybe um what do you think then about the custom difficulty options? So AC Valhalla's got a lot of custom, so you can uh, change combat, but your assassination's easier, which I th- I love personally. Cause that is basically. I don't want a hard time uh, assassinate. Again, you could easily link that with accessibility options, because I think they even have that yeah. in, uh, in Deathloop. Again, they have an option where you can change um, whether or not. I mean, actually, they have it in um, in Hardbreaker, sh- uh, the ship game that just came out. I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's basically, yeah, you basically play as like a a guy in space who breaks apart ships with like a laser gun, basically. Oh, okay. Um, but they have a custom thing where you can uh, have it so you, because you're in space, you have an oxygen tank, and your oxygen ch- tank depletes over time, but you can change it so the difficulty is different depending on whether or not you have it, so your oxygen tank depletes, basically. It's like a similar thing, and then on Deathloop there's a similar thing where enemies like have slightly less health or whatever it might be, you know. Like a custom sure. level of difficulty. So yeah, I agree. Like you should be able to customize it as much as you possibly want, because uh, it'll, it'll dictate totally how you. much fun you have with the game. I imagine. Yeah, and if you put it on hard and you're not, you get to a point where you're like, actually, um, this is not for me. Just turn it down. Just turn it. Yeah, down. Yeah, tweak a setting. You know. Yeah. No one's gonna think less of you. I they played on do. Wolfenstein Two and all its DLC on the easiest mode. Yeah. I I literally couldn't give a damn because that game's really hard. So <laughs> don't care. Um, there was that obviously that yeah. debate about um, games journalists playing games on like a, a James get a games journalist like mode essentially, which basically is like if you had it on on like less than very easy, like it's basically God <laughs> mode essentially. I think there's there's sure. like, there is a line still. There is a line still. Like you don't you, God there mode is, is annoying because like I'm not really having fun. True. And I actually write no, that line with Cyberpunk quite a bit. But what I have seen is since the updates, they've definitely tweaked enough of the uh, damage that you deal now to be slightly less, so that it feels a bit more like normal. Because oh, okay. when I first played the game, it definitely felt like I was more of a god, like I just one hit kill everything. But now it takes a bit. I just like it's, it takes at least two or three hits for me to be able to kill something now. <laughs> so. Well, like if you like used to play the old GTA's and stuff, obviously you, you do the cheat mode right, and then you probably get bored after an hour. Yeah, a lot of the time. Yeah. Cheat mode yeah. definitely did get boring after a while. So, yeah, you yeah, don't want that. Totally. There is definitely a pendulum. Anything you don't else? want to swing too far either end. You want to sort of balance in the middle somewhere. Definitely. Um, definitely. Anything else, Jay, you want to comment on Deathloop-wise before we move on? Art style. Okay. I like the fact that the game is sort of, I think, set in the 60s. Um, so everything is very 60s aesthetic. There's a lot of like vinyl and cool music um uh, the guns sort of have like a kind of uh a late wartime feel to them um the clothes you can actually change your outfit i've only actually i've technically only found one outfit so far but it's one that i got from the game pass um claiming your rewards or whatever it was so actually i really want to be able to find more i have no idea where to find them yet but luckily I, hopefully i'll be able to find some more later um yeah i just love the overall um vibe, theme, aesthetic of the game it definitely, I'd say if the game was set in any other time period I probably wouldn't like it as much i just say that I feel like the time period of, of a game can is a big factor in the reason why I like a game like Vampire is set in sort of Victorian London another reason why I love it so much uh, same with AC Syndicate, similar sort of vibe, aesthetic area, time frame like it's, you know, like a, a lot of the time the aesthetic or the 
the time frame of a game can really help in my opinion of the game and I'm glad that Deathloop is set in the time it's set in because it almost feels like that kind of like that space age kind of time where like everything was about space travel so imagine that kind of like aesthetic where it's like everything's like um, like wires are coming out it's all very like metallic and like white and orange is sort of like quite a prevalent like almost like our logo basically it's a little bit like that kind of aesthetic like it's almost a mixture between like New Vegas was very 50s and then Deathloop is sort of very 60s so imagine New Vegas if it was set in the 60s that's kind of what Deathloop's like cool okay alright very appealing and I recommend yeah. that anybody play it if they can get their hands on it because it is worth it very worth it. Well, Jay, look, if, if you've got PS Plus, if I'm not mistaken, to any degree, at all Game Pass, you can play Deathloop right now. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. go spread your rings, wings, children. Go, <laughs> spread fly. your rings, like Sonic. Spread, spread your rings. <laughs> 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 My dad's going to like that one. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, spread your rings. He doesn't like a good disability with speech, eh? That's good. Right, speech impediment. Um, Jay, let's move on to the news then, boy. Okay, do you want me to so, change thingy? Uh, nah, that's alright, because I don't want your CPU to blow up. So. <laughs> yeah, my laptop is dying slowly. So, don't worry about that. Uh, Jay, first up, I haven't looked into it. I know what you're going to say, Nick, you're being a bit paranoid here, but the first news story is the GTA 6 leak, but I've only seen a few screenshots, so I didn't really want to Well, no, I'm not, not going to like so. say anything spoilery. No, the only fine, thing I wanted fine. to talk about primarily was the fact that it did leak. The guy who did it has been arrested. Um, chances, 17 year old, yeah, right? 17, he was 16 when he um, hacked into, um, he hacked into like banks and like really like high up, high level security stuff as a 16 year old in the UK. He already, the thing is, he got a slap on the wrist when he, yeah, this guy was already on a list. He he uh, he he hacked into like multiple things before, and then got us literally the, the government were like, yeah, just don't do it again. And he did it again. So now he's been fully arrested. Yeah, I mean, but people are saying that it wasn't just him who did it. It was also his, the rest of his hacking group. So he has like accomplices that they're trying to find at the minute as well. So I don't know why, Jay. It just makes me laugh thinking of just people sitting in a room or a computer doing this sort of stuff. Like, I don't know makes, why it but, does. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's kind of like stupid or weird. But it's kind of like, it's very like uh, like uh, Mr. Robot-esque, you know. Yeah, yeah, like it's, yeah. It's kind of very anonymous, kind of cool and to a degree. It just depends on what they do with that information. It's a little bit Robin Hoody, mm. you know, taken from the wrist and the port. It just depends who they attack and why they do it. Is obviously the, the sort of the, the thing behind it, I guess. Agreed. And obviously, he thought finding out about GTA Six was worth going to. Yeah, prison can you imagine over, him so. sitting in prison right now and they're like, "Oh, what are you in for?" He's like, "I want people to see that GTA Six was going to have guns and helicopters." It's like, <laughs> well done. Of course it was. Well done. Idiot. Uh, who are you? I'm a, I'm so a the other the other <laughs> half of this, yeah, exactly. The other half of this story is that a lot of um, people online have been giving criticism, or let's, we'll say a lot of zoomers, because people our age, millennials, understand that games don't look good in development. Like the way I had no idea game, that Gen Z's nicknames were zoomers. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, they're to zoomers. You, zoomers and boomers are before us, millennials, and then zoomers. I thought they were people who would go to Zumba classes, but anyway, we'll carry okay. on. Okay, so yeah, a lot, a lot of these Zoomers have been criticising how the game looked because the game does does not look finished. Doesn't even look close to like polished. Well, it's or anything. not finished. Well, this is the thing. A lot of people don't realise that in game development, the last thing you do in game development is make the game look good. Yeah. It's yeah, literally yeah. the last polish. step is to polish and make all the 
sort of like you know features on faces look good lighting, or like lighting yeah, yeah, or yeah, even yeah. like um buildings like a lot textures. of times buildings textures aren't even put in until like five six months before the game's done they're just like they're there ready they've been sorted out by a different section of the team but they're then put yeah. into the game properly later on to be able to test and do stuff later um but yeah, yeah. since since all these zoomers have been criticizing the game like oh my god the game is awful why the hell would i buy this kind of thing because they, they're too young and have no fucking clue what they're talking about um <laughs> A lot of game devs have come out um, in favour of Rockstar and shown off what their games look like in development to be like, yeah, it's messy, but you love the game. Like even like Last of Us stuff nice. has come out, um, Uncharted stuff has come out. Um, I think Just Cause was another one. There's a bunch of game devs who are like showing off all their alpha and like pre-alpha footage and like beta footage, being like, look how bad the game looked, but look how well the game sold and how much you Zoomers love this fucking game. Like even like all the Call of Duty really developers cool. are coming out and showing off stuff. So it's almost like this like dev community right now being like, "Fuck you, the game's gonna be good. Shut the fuck up." <laughs> That's so cool, man. Like a collective. Well, to be of, fair, like, Jay, we never so cool. see because because they like presenting finished product like any artist. Yeah. We never see we never see a lot. We don't see a lot of that stuff. Like I know we see a few. Doc, docs and stuff, but we don't see a lot of it, right? So that's nah. really cool. Yeah, it's just like you know, put a mid- middle finger up to these absolute plebeians online, and I love yeah, it. I totally. love you know, it's just like these idiots have no idea what they're talking about. I hope that I don't know why I give a crap, but I kind of hope that helps develop Rockstar's relationship with other studios because I wouldn't like to think that a studio like Rockstar. I think it's kind of like pulled the gaming community so. together. Like all these like older gaming people are like you know like yeah like. We respect it. A lot of people don't realize, but game developers are basically just artists. They're just making art. Yeah. Yeah. And there's always a process. Trust the process, you know? Yeah. I think you don't it listen has... to like a half finished, I don't know, Jay. Well, I mean, the only comparison I can make uh, is like a demo song. of a song, right? Like a demo is like the first recording of it that isn't even slightly tweaked. Like yeah. there's, there's, like, there's a whole uh, album of Nirvana's demos that people absolutely love. And like B side albums that get releases, you know? Yeah, totally. But they can in certain um, instances be great, but in other ones not so much. So, just just quickly, Jay, on the GTA Six side of things. Yeah. I think, I think the the, I guess the highlight, not highlight. I guess the, <laughs> the reason it's big for me is that obviously, Rockstar and notorious for never getting hacks or never getting leaks, right? Or never like nobody's seeing the game until they want you to show it. So I think it's. Like I know they yeah, said they're going to tighten up their but, security but... a lot. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Do you think we're um, well, how far away do you think we are from GTA Six, Jay? Twenty twenty four is when we would probably start to see marketing at the earliest. Wow. Okay. We might even get a release late twenty twenty four, early twenty twenty five. I mean, Red Dead Two came out twenty eighteen. It's been four years. I reckon it'll be six or seven years till we get um, after Red Dead 2 until we get um, GTA 6. I think the Dude, window was in the next two or three years. are getting years. longer, bro. They're getting longer. You know um, what I mean? Yeah, it's, I feel like it's weird. We've sort of gotten to the point now where um, the quality of games is going to improve, um, but the technology behind that has improved also, which means that... Um, games should in theory take less time to make but because um, the pace at which the quality of the games need the technology to be able to uh, improve the time taken is is sort of overtaking it means that games are actually taking longer to make now 
which also, also doesn't help that obviously the, the technology is a lot newer and like you've got Unreal 5 and you've got new consoles that people are still trying to figure out how to use so it's, it's like a it's like a, it's like a concoction of you know trying to figure out how to get a game out efficiently but um, with the same if not better amount of quality as previous iterations of what that company's made so yeah I, I'm not going to complain about games taking too long to come out because uh, the longer the better if you ask me I, I think we've I agree, been proven Jay. that in multiple instances. <laughs> no, no, I agree, but I also do want to play video games. Yeah, but there's, a, so... there's never going to be a shortage of video games. Nick. I know, I know, I know. I'm just, just being dramatic, really. Yeah. And it's not like I've got no games to play at the moment, so what, what do yeah, I do? Yeah, we've got too big of, of a backlog for us to worry about anything. It's just the move. We definitely what, have at the moment. We've got to worry more about we whether we actually have. want to play the game versus what's coming out, you know. In fact, I'm enjoying this quiet period because I'm really hoping I do catch up on all the games. Me too. I'm I'll, enjoying we'll, we'll the quiet see period. What happens. It gives me a chance to Jay, uh, enjoy Deathloop. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, you probably wouldn't have played that been if you were year. in a busy period. It's been a year since it came out. It's insane. I know. Uh, Solium Infernum is a reimagining of a 2009 strategy cult classic as reported by Joe Scrabbles at IGN. Jay? So, oh, it's announced as part of VGX, Jay? Uh, the reason why I put this in there was twofold. One, I don't actually know what the game is. but um, So you, what did you say the game was? It was a 2009... Oh, shit, I've just deleted the news story now. You've caught me off guard. Like, did you say RTS? What did you say? I'll tell you. After this short break, do 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 do. Yeah, multiplayer strategy game. Okay, so that that excites me because the 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 video showed off a cinematic trailer, which obviously didn't show off any gameplay. So I was like, oh, the trailer's awesome. So I wonder what the gameplay's gonna be like. So I'm keeping an eye on this game now. But the main reason why I put it in here is because this might be the best cinematic trailer I've ever seen in my life, and I recommend you watch it. It's about a minute and a half. And it, it okay. genuinely gave me like goosebumps and made me go, "Oh my god!" Like it is probably the best cinematic trailer I've ever seen. I have just, I it just it, it I, my honestly, my mouth was just like dropped. My tongue was hanging out. I was like, "Oh," now, that cool. doesn't happen very okay. often. Like I was surprised at how good it was. Sounds like an old World of Warcraft cinematic but, trailer. Yeah, it? similar, but it, because they're not showing off gameplay, I know the gameplay isn't going to be very good. Or chances are, it's not going to be. When a cinematic trailer is that good, most of the time the gameplay isn't actually that great. But I'm, sure. I'm going to keep an eye on it. I'm going to check up and uh, and we'll see where it ends. You know, hundred percent. Because I even I even caught, uh, there's like a tagline at the end of the cinematic trailer, and I called what yeah. it was going to say, and I was like, oh my god, that was so metal and badass. <laughs> like it's a very metal trailer. I'll give it that. It looks awesome. I can't the wait. Microsoft CEO, Satya Nadella, is still confident that the company's acquisition of Activision Blizzard will be approved and said, quote, if this is about competition, let us have competition. Yeah, that was a great, that was a very memeable um, video clip online of that person saying that, which is quite funny. Also, that was coming from an interview with Bloomberg. And I, uh, I haven't read this, so do take this with a big pinch of salt or mm. handful of salt. But I do agree with him. I really don't think Xbox are even close to having a dominating uh, element oh, they're in the close. at the moment. What do you, th you think? Yeah. Really, Jay? I think it's closer than you think. Jay? Jay. I mean, it can be a quite a distance, but it doesn't necessarily mean it isn't close. Because it could be. Okay. Uh, it used to All be right. further. Let's just say, okay, we can definitely agree it used to be a lot bigger of a distance. 
and they've closed the gap. Yeah, yeah. In terms of Xbox One sort of thing. In terms of uh, PS versus Xbox. Yeah. So what what I mean is like Xbox One's PlayStation. PlayStation outsold Xbox One two to one. Yeah, the but consoles. PlayStation always win the battle on console sales. Always. Well, they didn't for. Well, this is true. This is true. But 360 put up a hell of a good fight. Yes. A hell of a good fight. And was winning for a few years. Yes. But it did get overtaken eventually. <laughs> but yes, PS5 is selling more than Xbox. So And also yeah. Xbox aren't releasing any exclusives at all. So um, so in that sense, I don't think they are... I think Redfall is exclusive, isn't it? I think so. Well, I mean, it's Arcane, right? And um, they own them now, so... Yeah. What I mean is they're not releasing any at the moment. I think what we can right say now. about this last year is this is 2022 has been the year of the acquisition. Definitely. Or even Definitely. Like the last two or three years might even be called the years of uh, acquisition. Because literally, I get a notification on Twitter of like, this company is ac- uh, as, you know, the acquisition of this company. It's like, Jesus Christ, like, Microsoft and PlayStation are going to be the two giant heads of all these game companies eventually. It's going to be insane. Well, I don't um, know about that, Jay. I mean, Microsoft might be, yeah, sure, but like Tencent, um, yeah, Tencent and then also massive. Embracer Group, you know? Embracer just... Group still has the most. Mental. Uh, but yeah, the reason why I put this in there, the uh, Microsoft acquisition thing, was because we were discussing before about um, Call of Duty coming to Game Pass. Potentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah and yeah. how much, at the minute, I'm looking to get back into Call of Duty and I'm thinking Modern Warfare 2 might be it. But I just don't know. I don't want to pay 70 quid for a game that I'm only, only going to be playing the multiplayer of. And I don't know how long we're playing it for. 100%. A bit worried. Because it's funny because I'm not a massive fan of Warzone. And Warzone has almost become as big, if not bigger, than the original multiplayer of Call of Duty now. So you're basically playing... The majority of what you're paying for is Warzone and multiplayer, really. So Even though Warzone's, Warzone's free. free. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it almost feels like these... When it, like, uh, I don't know. I can't really explain. Like, I guess you can just play Warzone as is, but I don't want to play Warzone. I just want to play multiplayer. Like, I kind of wish... Uh, I, I don't know, because... Like, what are you paying for with Call of Duty? It literally is just multiplayer and campaign, obviously, but campaign is a little bit less than whatever. But I guess you're yeah. just you're just paying for like the upgrade, really, aren't you? Yeah. Jay, this doesn't feel like enough. Heed the these words. Call of Duty: Modern Warfare 2, the new one, is going to come to Game Pass. Yeah. And all bad. the old Call of Duties are going to come to Game Pass, so don't buy. Yeah, it. I'm not buying it. I I've got too much to play between now and then. Um, exactly. And also, yeah, the, the acquisition genuinely might be finished by Jan Feb next year, so it's not. Which would be perfect it might timing, be actually, because I kind of wish it would be done either January or March, because then I can get a few games out of the way and actually have time to dedicate to Call of Duty if I need to. And also, I agree, Jay. Right? Like for me too. If if I am gonna try a genuine Call of Duty, even with the multiplayer again, this is gonna be the time. Obviously, Modern yeah. Warfare Two is sort of like the best Call of Duty of all time. Yeah. The original Modern Warfare Two, obviously not the new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sure. I still don't think um, that any game has has come close to it so far. And just to let you know, Jay, um, me and Will have already discussed this, but we've got full intentions to go back to the old Call of Duties if they when 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 they come to Game Pass, because they're all still ridiculously oh, priced on the store. 
and we want to try out zombies and stuff. Yeah, I'll be, be a great there. Time. Hook me up. I'm in. Let's do it. I'm in. Let's do it. Let's yeah, do I it. can't wait. I remember back in the day when we did zombies with like Ryan and and Max and Jimbo. That was that was good times. It was good times. Ooh, there were good times. Um, Black Ops like, 2 or 3? That have been 3, actually. Yeah. Um, dude, I don't understand how like our minds used to work. Because we would get home <laughs> and we'd just be like, yeah, yeah, zombies, yeah. But like, there'd be no objective. It would just be, just go on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I it would have last an objective as long as we for everything now. Yeah. It's, <laughs> man, it was the good old days, you know? It's just because you had fun playing it. You just went on it. But like, oh, I rarely but... do I go home and think, oh, I, I have fun playing that, so I'll just play it. Like, I need an objective. I need a, you know what I mean? This this brings up a good point. I brought, I very briefly mentioned this to you last night about how we, uh, I'll speak for myself now. I want to see if you agree with me. But sure. I, I kind of need to have more of a, a different mentality when it comes to games. Um, just have fun with the game and not worry about the achievements as much. I know mean, we've spoken about this a lot before, but part part of the reason why I'm enjoying Deathloop so much is because there's no difficulty, there's no missable achievements. I can do everything and just come back to it whenever I want and do it. And I feel like that is back when we used to have more fun with games, and now we've sort of got this more mentality of we need to be able to do everything during the first playthrough or maybe the second playthrough of New Game Plus. And it's sort of mm-hmm. making the game not as... Um, what's the word... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, what's what when you when you try to uh do something off the cuff? What, what another word for that? Your biceps are so big. Um, improvised. It, uh, oh, off the cuff. Spontaneous. Spontaneous. Yes, I want to make get games feel a bit more spontaneous. Yeah. A bit, a little bit less. Um structure just more flaily mm-hmm. that's part of the reason why i love cyberpunk so much is because i literally just went in and was like right i'm gonna play it I'm not gonna worry about any achievements but then i happened to get them all after i did my first playthrough you know so i just the first playthrough was just a sort of like wacky get everything done or like you know just play it how you want to play it and I, that's probably part of the reason why i absolutely love my first playthrough and I'm kind of having a very similar thing with Deathloop. I don't know how you feel about that with your games. Do you plan on having that, try, trying to implement that a bit more, or do you not? Would you rather be more... Stru- I feel like I need to find the balance of structure and getting achievements versus just having fun with it. Sure. I think for what it's worth, Jay, um, if you care, I think you're getting a lot better at it. Yeah. I know that... You know, it feels like a muscle games... that you have to you know, build up, right? Yeah. Almost. <laughs> I think, it's, especially with some of the games that you've played, like since we did the podcast and things, you've definitely, like. I think Final we've Fantasy leveled 15... up as gamers, just in general, right? Like, I we've agree. gotten a lot better over the last two or three years. Definitely. Um, I know I've gotten better in terms of skill. Right? Yeah, I think, like Dark Dark Souls I think we're both. I think we're both. Like, I think you've leveled up massively with Dark Souls and Bloodborne. Like, that is a big step up, trust me. Because when I hit that, like, that milestone, I felt like a, a different level like it just felt like a whole totally dark souls is like one of those it almost feels like there's certain games you have to hit as a gamer to be able to know that you've leveled up and the dark souls series is is definitely one of those games i agree yeah so uh, an example for me okay 
Okay, uh, I'll try and keep this short, Jack. I'll, I'll try and keep this short. So I think it is a case by case basis, right? Mm. So like, look at Final Fantasy 15 for me and you is yep. probably really, really similar uh-huh. in the sense of um, played it, ended up falling in love with it, mm. and then it just so happens that fortunately, because the trophies were well designed, you, we could you can pretty much get the platinum once you realise you're in love with it. So you kind of halfway through the journey, you're like, actually, I, this is I, I could do this. I could yeah. do this. And then you did it, right? Um, and I think that comes down to trophy design. And I think that comes down to falling in love with the game halfway through. Now, there's going to be some games where before we jump in, like Cyberpunk, you're thinking, I don't want to fuck it. I don't have to worry about that ball. I want to go in. I want to enjoy the game. It's what I'm here to do. I, I don't want to, you know, you don't watch a film to finish a film. You watch it to watch it. So, yeah, it's about you the go in journey, and not the it. ending exactly and i think i'm going to do that with starfield for instance there is oh, no yeah. way i'm going to give a crap about the achievements in starfield until i've played through a lot of the game right and if the achievements are well designed it shouldn't prevent anything serious right um and glitches aside and all that sort of stuff however jay maybe there's an rpg which i jump into where i think actually i know either i want to platinum this or I know that I'm not going to replay it to try and platinum it, even if I love it. So I need to check out and see what I need to do if I do want to do the platinum. Yeah, that's. So I'll give you yeah. a couple of. Go on. I agree. Sorry. No, I agree. That's exactly what I had in my head. There's like there's certain instances where you need to have a bit more of a structure because you can only you only really have one chance to get it through the playthrough. Whereas other times you don't you you have a second chance. Like you can cut still come back to it in your first playthrough. You had to come back and get the achievements. Whereas other times there's certain. Like Wolfenstein one and two are the perfect instances of that where you have to do certain things throughout the playthrough. But that to me ruins like that's a bit of a bad thing for me. Um, that makes me like the game less. So yes, I agree. Yeah, because like maybe you're like looking at a video while you play it. And you, you just want to yeah, play the mission. Yeah, you I don't want to. I don't want to be following a guide while I'm doing it. I just uh, I've done yeah. it a lot and it has been a fun experience. But sometimes it can be a bit grating. Hundred yeah. percent. And uh, example, I'm losing track of my thoughts here. Look, I'm <laughs> doing it with Stray right now. I'm following oh, the collectibles guide while I okay. play it. And uh, I obviously I'll talk I about really it. Hopefully, I'll talk about game. it next week. So I'll finish it this week, right? But um, that is a game where I actually kind of enjoy the vibe of watching and like find the collectibles and yeah, then doing them as I do it. Probably because it's, cause it's also game. not a very long game. That's probably part of the reason. That too. like imagine a twenty that thirty too. hour campaign where the entire time you've got to be looking at a video for five minutes. You know. Versus a six-hour campaign where you're not going to be—it's not going to take you that long. And also, like you do that thing where you watch like the person in the video getting the collectible, and you think, "Well, I've, I know what's coming up now." I, yeah, I can it kind of spoils can, it. Yeah, like thirty seconds or it's like it can do that a lot. Yeah, it's rather annoying. And I think another example of a game where I know that the achievement—sorry, uh, the a thousand G is possible and definitely gettable but i will not be playing through it again if i miss something guardians of the galaxy that fucking collectible is so, the the way that system works is so bad Jay. yeah it's not great but i managed to get i think i got everything in the first playthrough you did i, yeah. I think you did From and so you told me by the way they're missable so don't miss them so i'm following a guide for that even though i probably wouldn't necessarily want to per se there's no way i'm playing through that game twice so yeah, no, I re- I was I had exactly the same thing. I was like, I'm not playing through this again. There's no way. I'm just going to play yeah. through it the once. Although weirdly, recently I did think to myself, oh, I wouldn't mind playing that through that again. But this yeah, the thing yeah. is, I that my second playthrough is more likely going to be a fun playthrough of like just playing through totally. it and having fun with it. So I, I think yeah. I actually might come back to Guardians. There's definitely a chance of me doing it. 
and that's uh, that's all I've got to say on that. I think. Wow, yeah, I have got sure. a thousand a thousand G on that. Totally forgot. Dude, yeah, dude, Guardians was honestly the most underrated game of last year. It's it's in my top twenty, easy. Top fifteen, maybe. Jay, it's been so long since I've finished. So since Fifty-eight since I, when I go back by and the way. It. Same as I Deathloop. Know. Doable. 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 Um, I'm gonna have to watch a YouTube movie of all the cutscenes to remind myself of what's happened up to the point. Oh, of what Guardians? Now, I, I don't think you. No, I don't think you need to. Really? Be, no, I don't think it's necessary. I Jay, think you'll I, enjoy I it just as much. I haven't played it in a me. long time. How far did you get through? Halfway. Yeah, you'll be fine. Trust sure. me. Yeah, you, you, it won't make a difference. It'll click. Okay. You'll you'll start to see things and be like, oh yeah, okay, I remember. No, I sh- I mean, yeah, you can sure, do what you want. When you argue that I'll enjoy the story more once if like I play, I mean, I did play through it in three days. So I get that, but when you say that I would enjoy the story more if I did know all of what I've done before it. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it. yeah. It wouldn't take you that long. It'd probably take about an hour and a half to watch as much as you've uh, yeah, yeah, gone yeah. through already. So, and then that's another game actually that felt like it could have been a really good TV show or movie, but that's only because Guardians is a movie, so that makes sense. True. <laughs> that, True. Oh man, I would have so, loved if they made that into a TV show. That'd be awesome. I was going to say that the Guardians TV show would be sick. I mean, they kind of are. I think they're doing a Christmas special this year, and then the, the, oh, the like third Star movie Wars. comes out next year because they finished it now, and James is now currently in the editing room. Oh wow! So, okay, Guardians coming up. Very good. Um, Jay, we let's continue with the news. Yeah, please. Um, doing some pretty cool so, tangents. I like this style, by the way, of like news tangent, news tangent. Yeah, makes it feel more like a conversation. I'm trying to be more present with you because I know that I'm not sometimes. I'm in a good no. I'm in a good mood today, so that helps. Yeah, me too, man. I don't know what's going on. Death I'm in a man. really good mood. Good mood. <laughs> <laughs> Put me in a great mood. Uh, sorry, I gotta say this right. Is it uh, Atelia? Atelia, Riser Three. Oh, Atelia Riser. Yeah. Atelia Riser Three, Atelier. Alchemist of the End, so, and the Secret. Yeah, and, and, and <laughs> is, is this title long enough, guys? It's Japan. What do you expect? It's it, not long enough. Holy, that just went on. Make it longer. Oh my god, and that's um, yesterday. Yeah, so Atelier uh, Riser games. I've played the first and second one. I've spoke about them both on here. I only recently, what, the last month or two, finished the second one. Um, and yeah, I think they bring one out roughly every two or three years, so can't wait for the next one. I will not be getting it day one. I only ever get it if it's okay. half price. I bought the first one half, half price, half and half. I bought the second one half price. So I'm not, I'm not they paying. They're they like 70 quid? quid. Yeah, like 60, 70 quid. Oof. And I'm like, fuck. For the t- I mean, it's definitely worth it in some instances. Uh, I'd say it's more like worth a 55 or a 60 max. But I will yeah, never. Yeah, I'll yeah. never pay anything more than. I'll never pay anything more than forty. I think I paid thirty-eight for the last one. So, Jake, seventy quid is so much money. Yeah. For a video but game. I will say the Atelier games. They're really good. They're, for me, they're like they're up there. So. Sure. I like them a lot. They're they're definitely in my wheelhouse. My bag, baby. When's it coming out? Probably next year. Okay. Cool. I don't. I don't really care when it's coming out because I'm not paying it. Playing it until it's half price anyway. I probably won't sure. be playing it until 2024, maybe late 2023. Okay. By the way, just a quick side note. I don't think Elder Ring's gone on sale yet. I know why because it keeps selling. But I'm just letting you know. I think they've sold 20 million copies now. Really? Wow. Yeah, I think last two weeks ago it was 18 mil, maybe. So it's getting closer. That's a lot. Let's double check. I don't know if it's updated, but they've definitely they're getting close to 20 mil. 
And it's only been I out. Think that's like Red it's Dead been out over novels, a year. You know? no, actually, no, it came out this year, didn't it? February this year. Yeah, it came out in like February, March. Elden Ring yeah. sales. God, sorry, guys, we're just looking up uh, some sales figures there. No. Uh, in August, it was 16.6 million copies worldwide. So it's just getting up and up and up. Can't wait, man. We know Elden Ring is going to be Game of the Year. But let's just say this. Just for future prediction, if Elden Ring doesn't win Game of the Year, there's something wrong with... Uh, there's something wrong. Something's gone... We're in, different, we're in the wrong timeline. By the way, Jay, uh, according to this website, which I don't trust, statista.com, uh, Red Dead 2 sold 29 million copies by Feb 2020, right? So this is two years after it was out. It's now sold in those two years and a few months another 20 million copies. Ah, uh, that's false. There's, there's no way, surely. Yeah, I still need to finish Red Dead 2. I'm going to have to come back to that. It does say 10th of August 2022, new story, has sold 45 million units. Yeah, Rockstar, buddy. Interesting. Swimming in it. Very interesting. Anyway, enough of that. Yeah. Last news story, Ubisoft. 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 All right, buddy. What's his name? Sean Connery. There we go, Sean Connery. Ubisoft is shifting to a $70 price point for AAA games. Great. And um, what's it? Skull and Bones is going to be the first game of that new uh, thing. (laughs) Because they want it to fail, Jay. Because they want it to fail. It was during an interview with Axios, Ubisoft CEO. I'm really sorry. I don't want to mispronounce your name, sir, so I'm not going to pronounce it. Thoughts on this, Jay? Bad timing. <laughs> the yeah. world is currently in a crisis of money and not having it. And what do they fucking do? They increase the prices of their entertainment. If anything, it should lower it by $5 or £5. I think all games should be 55 base. I mean, I would buy a lot more games if they were 55 quid. Yeah, because then when they were on sale, they'd be at like 40. I mean, I say that, Jay. I haven't bought Elden Ring, which is 50. They so. just know they can get more money out of people, so they're trying to get as much as they possibly can. Like, you got to think, right? The difference between a 60-base game and a 70-base game is obviously just a 10, but that times that 10 by another million copies sold, another 10 million. It's not a lot, mm. but it's something. It's the difference between... An extra couple of months of development in their next project. So, sure. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not paying. Game. I'm oh, not paying seventy. Harsh. Like I know. Even you know, we know that Call of Duty have already introduced their seventy base. Activision seventy base with Call of Duty. Uh, Skull and Bones is giving another seventy base. Um, I don't think uh, Dead Island and Hogwarts are seventy base. I think they're fifty-five or sixty base. Nah, Hogwarts is definitely seventy, bro. Is it? I'm gonna double check that. Hang on. It's gotta be. It has to be. Because I've already pre-ordered um, Gotham Knights, and I think that was sixty base. Really? Let me check. So it's really up to the publisher's discretion as to wh- if the yes. game's sixty or seventy at this point. It's not like a uniform everything 70 now. Because I... No, I guess not. Because Elden Ring is 50, right? That's so confusing. Why are some games cost more than others? Uh, FIFA well, 23, standard, base 60. Right, okay. Actually, no, that's a lie. Oh. <laughs> it's 60 base on Xbox One, but 70 base on Series X. That 
is dodgy. So yeah, I think we've actually got in. We're in the era now where seventy is pretty much the base on most things. Right. Okay. But only for next gen. On oh. previous gen, it's sixty. On next gen, it's seventy, which okay. is slimy as shit. Because they're basically selling you a shit game for ten less. Gotham Knights is sixty-five base. How interesting. But eighty deluxe. That's very interesting. Quick one for you, Jay. I forgot to put this on the news stories. Did you see the Yakuza game announcements? Yeah, that was. Uh, I did put that on there, I think. I might have deleted it, but. Um, oh, maybe I deleted it then. Whatever, yeah. No, um, I did, yeah. Short, but they did short, say they're guys, not going to those... change. They're not going to keep it the RPG. Right? So I. Okay, so um, the developers make Yakuza, they did loads of announcements. I believe, Jay, they announced three games. They announced Yakuza 8, which is more traditional Yakuza. They announced a remake of an old Samurai Yakuza game they did, I believe, Uh way back when. Uh And then they also announced Like a Dragon 2, Yes, if I'm not mistaken. Could be wrong about that. Either way, a lot of yeah. Yakuza. The main, out. the main sort of uh, takeaway from that article was basically, um, I think the lead designer was like, "We're not married to the idea of RPG Yakuza games. They're going to take okay. it back to original, potentially." And they, I think they'll, they'll probably do like the Dragon. dragon. Yeah, I think they might do the like a Dragon Two One. They'll probably keep that RPG, but everything else, I'll just go back to normal Yakuza. Fair. Okay. Fine. Yeah, it seems the consensus Fine. is um, most base games are either sixty or sixty-five. Or 70. Just depends. Legacy is 65 base on Series X. Wow. And Dead Island okay. is 60. There's no different version for um, consoles. Fair play. Which Fair I think play. actually Dead Island 2 is only coming out on next gen. That would be good. Hogwarts Legacy is, isn't it? No, it's up on Xbox One as well. <sighs> Which is bad, if you ask me. Okay, Jay, I think Gotham Knights is just... Um, Next gen. Next gen as well. Yeah, I think we need to cover the news story when they announce that. Jay, next up, guess whose Who's review. review? Is it Those my turn to guess, know. is it? It is. Okay. Uh, me and Jay, usually, we haven't done it in a while, but we usually alternate weeks in terms of picking a random game review from a ra- about a random game from a random media outlet. We pick three quotes from the text, and then the other person's got to guess the game based on the quotes. Jay, are you ready? We're currently equal on 34 each, if you're wondering. 34 each? Yeah. Oh, also, while I remember, because I keep forgetting when we record, Jay, we did not shout out our 69th episode, which I'm very sad about. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So, appropriate, inappropriate emojis. Brilliant. Commence now. Yeah, we have to wait until about four twentieth one now, don't we? Such a long time. Yeah. What the hell's a four twenty? Serious? Yeah. Four twenty blaze it. Twentieth of April. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? It's like the weed day or something. It's like a good day where they smoke oh, weed. Oh, twenty. Hold on a minute. I'm talking about sixty, as in sixty. Yeah, I know, but it's just like a thing. You people online. Now people online always say sixty nine four twenty. It's just like they they're joined now. Don't worry. Uh, okay, right. Okay. Well, talk Sorry, about Zoom being is... living under a rock. Jesus Christ. 
Sorry, Zimbas. Okay. I'm, I'm just constantly on the I'm a buddy. I'm a. I don't know what you call it. Translator. I don't know. I've come up with a with a term. Sage. Sage. Okay. Quote number one. Yes. <laughs> Gameplay-wise, not a whole lot has changed, and neither has the annoying, unskippable, minutes-long cutscenes. You right. can change the music in from the remastered version to the classic soundtrack, which is a nice touch for people like me who prefer the original score. Also, these quotes are not easy, but not really, really hard, I would All say. All right, one more time. Let's hear it again. Gameplay-wise, not a whole lot has changed, and neither have the annoying, unskippable, unskippable minutes-long cutscenes. You can change the music in blank from the remastered version to the classic soundtrack, which is a nice touch for people like me who prefer the original score. Oh, damn it. Hang on. So what's had a remaster? There's obviously... And you uh, can change the thing. There's the obviously uh, Last of Us. Oh, damn it. I, don't, I really don't keep up with remaster games. I don't think I'm going to be able to get it on the first one. Remastered. What game. I would say is I'm not going to pick a game that you definitely don't know. If you yeah, know that's what that's what's making me. Oh no! Well, no, well. I mean, you did you did mention it earlier, but I don't know if that that's anyone I can really think of. I don't remember anything about unskippable uh, things in those or about the music in those remaster I'm just going to guess Mafia and just go to the next one because I don't have a clue a fair guess Jay. Okay. not right yeah didn't think it was fair guess though yeah same thing one I can quote number of. two the first thing I noticed was the visual upgrade to NPCs and enemies Blocky PlayStation 2 era textures till still present in the PS3 Vita remaster have been rounded out on the PS4 version, bringing them more in line with the hero's smooth contours. <laughs> okay, I'm literally getting like three or four different things here. I'm getting... Okay, okay. For some reason I got Tomb Raider as like a thing. Interesting. I'm getting uh, Destroy All Humans for some reason. Interesting. Because they've had re redos or reboots or remasters, reduxes, yeah. Um, can you say the sec say the uh, thing again? Yeah, the first thing I noticed was the visual upgrade to NPCs and enemies. Block PlayStation Two era textures still present in the PS3 Vita remaster have been rounded out on the PS4 version, bringing <sighs> them more in line with the hero's smooth contours. I think this might even be a Final Fantasy game. Damn it. I don't know. I don't even think I even have. I'm gonna guess um, one a Tomb Raider. Final answer? Yeah, I can't. I have no fucking clue. Incorrect answer. Damn it. Last quote, Jay. In this... eternal calm, I saw Yuna's fingers twitch anxiously as an oh, old man you... droned on about his problems. Is that is that it? Yeah, that's it. Yuna. Yeah, I think Yuna's from Final Fantasy Ten uh, Two, so it's like uh, Final Fantasy Ten Stroke Ten Two Remaster. Correct. You bastard. You you to be fair, mate. On that second quote, you were you were <sighs> you were popping. You were getting there. It's funny. I did think of that in my head, but I thought there's no way he'd do that. Okay. 
Well, I thought I'd do it because I know that you it. can tell you need to play it. Yeah, so I mean, I've already thought... begun playing it, but um, just not very well, obviously. Yeah, Yuna definitely gave it away. I was like, oh, I'm glad I know that name. I was really hoping you did. Didn't want another Fable too. <sighs> yeah, I'm glad I got that as well, because Jesus Christ. Oh, that was good. I like that one. The PS2 was like, oh, the, the PS Vita thing almost got me too. I thought it must be a Final Fantasy game, but I just don't know which one. Yeah, well, I think the, the uh, Final Fantasy X remaster must be one of the only games which has got a remaster for PS3 and Vita, but a almost separate remaster for PS4. Like, they still made some visual upgrades to it. Yeah. Here's a question for you, Jay. They made new in-game content, or they had new in-game content for that. Do you think they literally went back and made content for that remaster for, like, a PS2 game? Oh, um... I mean, uh, that's a good question. I don't, I don't like, know. They could what, are you telling me like they go back and make it look old? Like, how does that work? You've seen the Bloodborne PS1 D-Master, haven't you? D-Make. Yeah, yeah, well, There you yeah, go. Yeah. Similar thing. It's quite easy to make a game look like it came from PS1 or PS2. Well, let's not call it easy, Jay, but I hear what you're saying. I mean, it took one guy a couple of months to do that, so... No, I think it took him, like, two years. Um, I'm pretty sure it took him like six to nine months. I think is what he says. But oh, to really? get to get oh, like okay. a cert, I think to him to get the beta out, it got it took him that long. But for the full oh, release, okay. it was okay. a lot longer. And it's not even the full game. It's only like a quarter of the game. Not even that. Sure, sure. All right, very good, Jay. Well, uh, it's time for my topic now. I okay. Go on, then. So I've got you look. You look so confused. <laughs> okay. So. Um, so, quick update, Jay. Um, something I'm very pleased with. I finished the Valhalla roguelite mode and Mastery Challenges. Okay. Yeah, I saw the, the Challenges thing because I saw you got the trophy or the achievement. Oh, man. Jeez. So, so I've now got... I'm now back up to all the achievements for Valhalla, which makes me really, really happy. So I'll quickly tell you the process for that. So the Mastery Challenges came out. I gave a few a go. I did mm. most of them. They were a little bit annoying. I won't yeah. lie. I'm still stuck on one was... of them. <laughs> oh, my God. I just can't um, be asked we can it. talk through that if yeah. you want to. But Maybe yeah, later. To you. And then, um, basically, I think I, told, I think I told you on the podcast, Jay, but I was doing a challenge, and basically there was a glitch where if I... Uh, I have to uh, pickpocket a guard to get a key to unlock a prisoner to take him outside. Yeah, I did it like two to- twice, and it wouldn't show that I picked up the key. Yeah. Um, and I was like, "Yeah, you know what? I can't even be bothered to like try and figure out a fix for it. I'm just gonna come back to it because I knew that they were gonna release some, you know, the final chapter stuff. So I'll just come back to it when that comes out. And then, um, anyway, lo and behold, this roguelike mode comes out, and I think actually that's gonna be perfect for playing while I edit the podcast so I'll download it and I'll start doing that and I'll do I'll do like Hades I'll do like one run a day to just slowly build up my you know yeah, better learn skills the maps and all that and stuff know what works and what's the best abilities and stuff like that yeah exactly so I started in the roguelike mode <clears> and um, to be fair this is probably a good chance for us to both talk about it right because I don't yeah. think neither of us have talked about it so what were your thoughts on the roguelike mode because you, you played it once or twice just once just the once and I got pretty far um, just on the first one might have been luck, I don't know, might have been skill. Um, yeah, no, I enjoyed it. It definitely could have seen myself. I think, oh, I don't know. Like, I'm start, I'm, I've am i got a bit of Assassin's Creed fatigue. If I'm, if I'm, you know, I'm not going to lie. 
So it's kind of hard for me to like even think about enjoying it. I love what they've done with the skill tree aspect of it, of like making it. It is a lot like Hades or a lot like these roguelike games where the more you play it, the more powerful you get, so the easier the runs become. Like all of that is genius. Um, I think I kind of wish they'd made the maps a little smaller. They seem to be quite long. It's quite a quite a distance you have to travel. I think if they made True. that like a third of the way shorter, I'd appreciate it more because it takes a lot. A long time to do one run. Like yeah, you're talking so like got, two hours at least. Yeah, you've got like four areas. So you've got an ice area. Yeah. Uh, a kind of like a I grassy kind, it, kind of craggy area. Rocky, yeah, and then you've got a, um, a volcanic boggy, area. Well, yeah, volcanic area at the end, and then you've got a boggy area as well. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, you've got all those four areas, and like you say, Jay, there's at least four or five different stages if not more of combat encounters you can do on each place so there's yeah. quite a lot I kind of wish they'd just taken one off of each one because it just, it just felt too long I kind of wish a run didn't take longer than an hour honestly like anything more than that it just felt a bit too long yep yeah I think but that's just them trying to make it feel like more of a content that's when they, they didn't quite get the quality and quantity balance correct unfortunately agreed agreed yeah, I totally I, I totally agree with that um you made a good point so yeah, about like, that glitch thing though like i feel like that's been fairly prevalent in the la in the in valhalla mm. since day one there's been a, a number of glitches which uh have affected me a lot but um i'm hoping in the next game they'll fix that because it's going to be a lot smaller of a game i think the reason why there was so many glitches is because it was so big of a game like 150 hour buddy rpg that you're going to have a lot of bugs like you're not going to be able to find everything Versus a 20-30 hour stealthy Assassin's Creed, you're probably going to be able to, you know, find everything. <laughs> yeah, totally. Hopefully. I found so. out. So what happened was, Jay, while I was doing the achievements for this roguelite mode, I went on true achievements for one of them, and it said for this one that was glitched. Oh, look, th this is glitched. You can't get it right now. So it genuinely was broken. And what annoyed me about that was one, it was a free update, and yeah. two. Who's playing this update in terms of mastery challenges? Who's playing this apart from like the hardcore Valhalla fans who probably yeah. want achievements? So for the for the for the like for the ten people that are playing this, it's broken, which makes it even worse a little bit, really. Yeah, because let's say like ten million sold on Valhalla, a million of those have probably played up to this point of DLC. Maybe, maybe more. If that. If that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're probably only talking maybe a couple thousand who've actually bothered to play this roguelike thing. So, yeah, there's not going to be many people. And of those people, the people who are actually like bothering to get the achievements, yeah, it's not going to be many. So, very small totally. amount of people pissed off, which is, you know, whatever. But I can, yeah. It, you know, it, regardless, it's, it's just annoying. And, yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so doing the roguelike mode and, um, Basically, I started enjoying it more than I thought I would, really. Um, it is a bit long in the tooth, but yes. there was a couple <laughs> of loadouts I did. There was a couple of loadouts I did where I was like, oh, yeah, this is quite cool. And yeah, you nice. do feel like you're getting better and all that kind of stuff. And like, while it is a bit dragged out, as you say, Jay, I think it's, it is still short enough to, to, for you to finish it, realistically. Just, yeah. Um, so I polished off the achievements for that last night. Um, and sort of had a few lucky runs there, which I was really happy about. And then obviously uninstalled Valhalla until we get that final DLC and we'll play through that, I'm sure, both of us. Um, but like you say, I'm 
I'm getting. I'm. I'm finished with Valhalla now. I'm probably not as fatigued as you. I'm very imagine. fatigued. Like even thinking about it makes me feel tired. <laughs> I've put like I am... plus. I put well over two hundred hours into that game already. Sure. At this point, but I'm really so looking forward to Mirage now because it's going to be a more of a old school. Yeah, AC. streamlined, more streamlined, more old school. We're sort of going back to era one of AC. I do like they're doing the whole Activision thing where like you get a different style of AC depending on what game comes out. Like you've got the stealthy, story-driven one. You've got the RPG, and then you've got the whatever else is going to come out after that. So I like that they're splitting it up rather than just making each one one thing. That is nice. Totally. Looking forward to that. I can't. I, st I cannot wait to play the Jap Japan one, and I can't wait to play the German one. The German one's going to be so sick. I really hope we are right. The fact that it is the German witch trials that'd be uh, that'd be interesting. I think I think that would be a good time, Emma. Uh, yeah. There's a lot to. We haven't done this. Have we done? We haven't done the 1600s Assassin's yet, have we? In AC, or well, the 16th century? So it'd be 1700s, I think. Yeah, I think isn't Black Flag around that time period? Or no, it's after. It's just before the AC uh, three, which is what 1800s. Yeah, it's like early, late 1700s, early 1800s. Right. Okay. It's like 1805. So maybe we haven't. I don't know. I'm not sure. I have to have a think about that one. There's loads to but... do. Loads of other history bits to find. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to playing Mirage J. Um, uh, yeah, I really am. I hope it's finished. Like, I hope it's polished. But I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, on that note, Jay, uh, for some reason, I'm not sure if it's Assassin's Creed or the announcement of Mirage. Or I don't know what it is, but I, I think I'm really starting to feel games again. Like, I know I have been playing them off and on, but I really haven't been playing them that much, truth be told. Seems to be like and, an ebb and flow type thing, right? I think 2020 was like a big one for me. 2021 dipped, and 2022 has sort of been high up again. I think I yeah, think we might sure. and we might get a bit more of a, a, a sustained uh, thing of that in 2023. There seems to be a lot of really good games coming next year. So true, true. I don't know, it could be ramping so, up. So, so yeah, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to finishing off a few more games, and I'm really like. Like I haven't in a while, kind of on a Saturday that I've got free or whatever. Thought I really fan, I really fancy, or I really want to play that, but I am yeah. now, which is nice. I'd say so, the last like cool. month, I've just been every weekend has just been miserable. I've just like sitting here doing nothing, staring at the TV screen, and being like, oh, "What am I in the mood for?" <laughs> sure, it's so miserable. You've been watching a lot more, haven't you? Like films and stuff. Yeah, I and... watch a bunch of movies, but I'm sort of off that now. I don't know. Part of that reignition for me also, Jay, was um, I've started listening to the AC game soundtracks again. So um, Assassin's Creed, I'm not That'll sure if help. they did this. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if they did this since the 15th anniversary, mate, but they've basically collated all of the soundtracks under the artist of Assassin's Creed on Spotify. Uh -huh. So if you go on there, all the game soundtracks are on there. So in terms of the first game, it's really atmospheric. You've got um, some really cool sounding soundtracks that will take you back to the game. In AC2, you've got the just the key themes that have basically carried on since. The things like Ezio's Family, Earth, these tracks are iconic now for the whole franchise. And then um, it just carries on really. You've got good tracks on each. You've got the Sea Shanties on 4, which are great. And obviously Sea Shanties went through a bit of a um, peak over the last few years mm. so there's a lot to love there and it really brings you back into playing those games so that's that's kind of reignited my spark a bit and i think that's probably why i'm excited for mirage too 
as well. Good. Yeah. No, I need to give myself a bit of an AC break because uh, just so sure. I'm so fatigued on it. Which is crazy, Jay, because that's just from post-launch DLC. That's not even from like another game. You know what I mean? I feel like we've had so much of it, though. It feels we, have. we have. I wonder if the next um, two games yeah. are going to get as much post-launch content. Uh, I really, I kind of wish that the only games that had post-launch content were the smaller games. So Mirage gets loads. The Feudal one gets hardly any. And then Hex gets loads, and then the one after that gets hardly any. I think Hex is going to be as big as Japan, mate. Oh, really? Is Hex supposed to be an yeah. RPG one, isn't it? Or whatever. Then. I think so. Whatever. Whichever the, of the smaller wrong. ones, they need like lots of additional content to make it feel like a bigger game. Sure. So like for a game that's smaller, where maybe you do want more, you want more. But yeah. for a massive game like Valhalla, yeah. you're a bit like... You're, it's mm. basically like... the Valhalla is essentially like... You could have just had the main story, and it would have been more of the content than what Mirage is going to get with DLC, I imagine. Sure, sure. Or maybe... Yeah, no, agreed. Yeah, totally. Totally. I guess the thing about that, though, Jay, is that if you like the game and the setting and stuff, you want to play as much um, in as many scenarios as possible. Like, imagine if we didn't get to go to Ireland, right? Like, that sucks. Yeah, Ireland was definitely... It's probably one of the better ever DLCs that that AC has ever had. For sure. For sure. And Paris was cool. Um, Ragnarok was fine. Ragnarok was definitely the worst of the bunch. Yeah, we we don't like we don't like the Norse stuff, do we? We just. I mean, when it's done well, it's done well. But it's when when it's done bad, it's awful. It's just boring. Like I find Avor more interesting than fucking. I find Cassandra more interesting than everybody else. I hear you, bro. Cassandra, I I think is has definitely uh, she's up there with. uh, with Ezio. Ezio. Yeah, Ezio yeah, goes Ezio, sure. Cassandra, same level, and then everybody else. <laughs> I've got a soft spot for Altair, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I, I, um, I have less of one for Altair. I have more of one for... Um, don't say Connor. No, what's the Origins characters, and then also the Syndicate Bayek. characters, yeah. Bayek and the um, Fry Twins. Yeah, the Fry Twins, yeah. Uh, it, yeah, Eva and... Um, and then what's the Uni ooh. character called again? Arno. Arno. He was pretty bad. He was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I didn't mind him. He was interesting. Awful. Connor isn't. He's definitely not the best, but I wouldn't necessarily. Jay, you go look back at some of those cinematics. He's intolerable. Yeah, he, he is, is pretty intolerable. What about um? We're, we're Edward? missing out uh, Edward, and then also uh, is Edward the AC three? So Connor's AC three. Okay, and then who was? Oh, who is who's AC four then? Edward. Cameron. Oh, that's Edward. Right. Okay, I was getting those two confused. And then who, what about Rogue? Shay Cormac. Shay Cormac. I think he's probably he's probably the worst, right? Him and Connor equally bad. Oh, see, I quite like Shay. Shay was probably better than <clears throat> Connor. Then we'll say Connor's the worst AC character so far. Hundred percent. I think I'm looking forward more to Basim you... than than Buddy Connor. Lol. I can't like wait Basim, to see what. Then? I mean, Basim. I like. He's an interesting character. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's a massive turnoff when you don't, you can't enjoy the character. Because you've got to yeah, live with totally. that character the entire time. Yeah, totally, totally. Right. I, Basim definitely is a bit down there at the minute for me, but I haven't had time to understand his arc. Thing is, we we know where it's going to end. That's the the thing, don't we? Yeah. Well, we say true. end. We know where it's going to. Go, go. We yeah. don't know about end because we might find out how it ends in the lost chapter. That's kind of what I'm hoping. 
Or we might By the find way, out just, in later games, I don't know. Just a quick Local. side note on everything Assassin's Creed, Jay. Clearly they're making moves, because like, <laughs> obviously moves. Origins, and, Origins and Odyssey have come to Game Pass, and all the other ones have come to PS Plus. I didn't know this, Jay, but oh, like realize. Ezio Trilogy, Black Flag, Rogue, Unity are all on PS Plus. Interesting. So, um, so they basically put all so, the oldest ones on PS Plus and the newest ones on Game Pass. Game Pass, yeah, exactly. And so I... It sounds like they, you know, they want people to keep play these games during while we've got a drought because I imagine they want momentum for for, for next year. Yeah, they're um, just letting people know that they still yeah. exist, basically. Yeah, like, don't forget I'm not gonna about lie to you, Jay. Little old Ubisoft. trilogies <laughs> on uh, PS Plus. I'm like, oh no, do I? No, don't do it. No. Do it. You've you've you you might even ruin the uh, nostalgia. Memory. Yeah, yeah, you got you got to keep it back then. Just uh. Just one final note on a Mirage. I rewatched the trailer, which is fairly long, by the way. My only concern is that what if Jay they're going so hard on AC one or two vibes that it forgets to be its own thing? You know what I mean? Like the trailer is so on the nose with look, it's a pickpocket thing. Look, and it's look, basically AC one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean the game just looks like a copy and paste of, of AC One, but in a desert rather than a very grey. Yeah. Third Crusade, because yeah. each game I feel like has its own color palette, and AC One was just grey. Like there's no, it was just grey. Well, each city had its own color, right? So Damascus was red, Asher sure. was grey, and Damascus was green, oh, but they were I, all kind of grey. I don't know if you know about this, but the the city that um that uh ac mirage is set in is actually a city that isn't there anymore it's just gone but they had they the only reason they they knew how to make it look a certain way was that the the, the dev team actually recreated the, how what they imagined the city looked like before it was destroyed because there's no really? there's no um written history or like imagery imagery we have of what the city ever looked like. it's just a lost city it's a bit like atlantis really so nobody really knows okay. so they basically went right here's what we thought it looked like you know, because of how the, the times were and what other cities that were close by looked like, that we do know how they looked. So. Fair play. So it literally is where the place we're going to doesn't exist anymore, but was a real place in one point in time. Interesting. I think it got destroyed during some sort of you know battle or something. Maybe even weather. Okay. Hard to say. I'm I think that's just no, really interesting. I, lo- and, I love um, that the dev team think... can make you know that creative enough to be able to do that. So. Uh, Jay, you remember Ubisoft Plus at all? No. It's basically like EA Play. So Ubisoft Plus is coming to consoles soonish. I know is it's it being included with uh, Game Pass, like EA? No. Well, that's separate. a bit of a shame. It is, it is. But Isn't it what? free up until October 10th? What, sorry? Because they announced in, in the, in the uh, Ubisoft showcase, they were like, you can get Ubisoft Plus for free up until October 10th or something. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Something like that. Well, um, what I'm thinking is, do you think they'll do the same thing with EA Play, where if you have Ubisoft Plus, you can play Mirage play for free, early. like new games? Or you can play and it early. early too. Yeah. Um, I don't know about free, but early, sure. I reckon From Mirage, I reckon there'll be a pre-order bonus, where if you have Ubisoft Plus and you pre-order it, you can play it three days early. <sighs> yeah. Be a bit of a shame, but... Well, no, I just think Assassin's Creed games aren't the most polished, are they? I I, I usually find, but 
day one, they're pretty not great. Well, I say in recent history, they're not great. I actually mm. think Origins Day One was great, but uh, I don't think uh, Valhalla was. Odyssey or Valhalla, yeah, yeah. No, Origins okay, was. Well... Oh, it's just a lie. Odyssey was great day one. Origins was great, but Valhalla wasn't. Yeah, it's because they got bigger. They got too big for their own good. There's, I think there's, there's a limit on AC size, to be honest. Agreed. I think it's about the same as Odyssey. Anything bigger than that, it get, tends to get a bit too much. Oof, yeah. Oh, dude, the uh, DLCs for Odyssey also are mental. They're oh, absolutely top mental. Top three. It goes, like... it goes all Odyssey, and then it goes Ireland, but Valhalla, and then it goes everything else. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think. Freedom Cry was quite good from memory, but I haven't played that in Syndicate, Jack the Ripper stuff was pretty cool. Jack the Ripper was fantastic. Yeah, the Origins really stuff is pretty cool. Not, yeah, Origins was a bit spread out for me. Yeah, but... sure. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, a lot of good DLC there. A lot of good DLC. That's it from me, Jay, and I'm, I'm getting a little bit, I'm getting a little bit tired. So this is uh, a long one. This is probably our longest one in a long time. Yeah, definitely not Jay Rogan. I'll put it like that. <laughs> so I was going to do a Pixel Perfect, Jay, but unfortunately, the production team hasn't got back to me, so we'll no, have to save that for next week. That's fine. We're already, we're already running a good, decent amount of time here. So, so I believe you're on thirty-five, thirty-four. Four for guess who's review? Yeah, thirty-five to me, thirty-four to you. But I imagine you'll probably get it either on the first or the second try when you do it. Next Pick time. a hard one. Pick a hard one. I got two lined up already, and I'm pretty sure All you right. haven't played either of them. But I know you'll know what okay. they are. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I can actually. I know you haven't played either of them. <laughs> So, very good we'll see. okay all right looking forward to it just to close us off jay i've got yeah. a quote from uh, scar scar i'm surrounded by idiots scar from lion king lion king i like that quote jay because i think we should remind ourselves that there are more stupid people out there than smart people yeah us included depending on the topic true most <laughs> topics yeah, most sure. topics. But unless it's game. But an interesting point, nonetheless. Do you not think? Yes, I think the idiots he's referring to are the hyenas. Yes, true. Right, <laughs> which are some of my favourite characters in that. Actually, I love the hyenas in that. Yeah, they were. Yeah, no, cool. A classic, a classic. All right, Jay, let's close it out. Thanks yeah. everyone for listening. Go like, sh- don't share because nobody shares. But just go like, review, just give us some love, man. I know you're all like, Nick, where's the episode? They're all going to start bashing out now and we're back on a sort of regular schedule. Nick hasn't so. got any more weddings to go to. Yay! Yay! <laughs> As I think, I don't know. Jeez. No, let's not jinx it, please. Oh, um, so, uh, yeah, so um, we'll catch you later. Me and Jay are just going to go enjoy the rest of our weekend and we'll catch you with Nez. Peace.